Breaking news. Sheridan Smith out of the Christmas special, Cal. Now, you see, I think that's shocking. I think she, she would have been nailed on for me. But big actress now. She's gone into big, big things. I, to be honest with you, I'm not that bothered. No, she's fair, she's fair. not a huge character. She was popped in and out of series two and three. Mm. I, she wasn't in the previous Christmas special. Like, they, it's an hour long at the end of the day. They, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they can't overly cram. So I think... It's not that big a deal, really. More Gavin and Stacey related news. Obviously, we put out a statement this week on our social media. <laughs> it was brought to our attention we that there that. is a United States version of Gavin and Stacey called Stacey and Gavin. Which has actually been around for a few years. Yeah, it has, so... but I don't know why it's only just gone viral now. I think it's because, you know, it, obviously back in the limelight with the special yeah. coming up. Uh, and this little clip uh, oh, is awful. horrific. So I've got a list of some of the characters now for us and them, as it's called, uh, stateside. So uh, after a six-month-long online romance, Gavin, who lives in New York, and Stacy, who lives in Pennsylvania, decide to meet in person. Sounds familiar. So we've got Gavin and Stacy, normal, and then Archie is Smithy. So Gavin's best he mate is called just Archie. Looks shit. It, uh, oh. th they've gone with Nessa. And then Brian is Stacey's uncle, which is horrific. Oh. Uh, Pam and Michael instead of Mick. And then Gwen, Dave coaches. Uh, Why is there Dave coaches? And, and he's not a coach driver either. <laughs> he's, he's a security guard. Oh, my um, days. Very, very bizarre. Uh, and then, yeah, it's just, I read through some of the plot. It's very, very strange. Yeah. They, they've shanked this completely. But anyone from um, America who listens, could you let us know, is Pennsylvania and New York the kind of sort of difference <laughs> is it Barry in culture? And yeah, is it the um, difference in culture? Because that's what makes Gavin and Stacey so special, yeah. doesn't it? So I'll, I'll read the synopsis. So this week we're talking about episode five, uh, series one. So the hen and stag, all that shebang. This is episode five of Us and Them. Corn and Cancer, it's called. Gwen runs a 5K in honor of her late husband, aka Trevor, I assume. Mm. And everyone turns out to support her. Stacy struggles with a secret she hasn't told Gavin. So kind of similar, yeah. but just a bit naff. And then yeah. the next episode, the wedding, Gavin and Stacy accompany Archie on a quest for his lost love. Who's Smithy? <laughs> Archie, then, I mean Smithy to Archie. Like you could have come up with a bit of a nickname. Yeah, Archie's it, it, a it's, name. It's tragically American. It goes down in the morgue alongside yeah. in between his US uh, and so on and so forth. So we are literally recording the podcast now and heading straight to my local curry house. Oh, I'm They're super expecting scared. us. We have. Boona's ordered, Kimon Arn's ordered, Mushroom Rice is ordered, Sagaloo's ordered, bags of chips, yeah. ready to go. We are taking on Smithy's curry order. Yeah, and we're not doing it um, together. No, individually. We're doing it individually. But nine poppadoms yeah, each. Yeah, the thing is, that's worrying me the most, the nine poppadoms. Yeah. But what yeah, have you eaten this morning, Cal? I've literally just had two pieces of toast, two like half seven. Like, that was it. Because We're going to be eating okay. about so half it's one. 20 past 11 now. Yeah. We're going to be eating. A... So, you, are you getting peckish yet? Um, no, I am feeling a bit hungry, but I think I'm feeling a bit nervous as well. So, okay. it's kind of overriding my hunger energy, sensation. Right. Yeah. I had a smoked salmon on toast about... Why did you have a big breakfast? About two hours ago. No, no, just one slice oh, of toast, oh. bit of smoked salmon, uh, bit, okay, bit of avocado. Got you, got you. So pretty light, like, well, I don't know. Um, a stomach liner, as some say. I'm feeling quite full right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just oh, had a cappuccino no, as A well. cappuccino. Um, you know what it is, though, Chuck? It is the nerves. It does make you feel full. No, I think I'm just generally full. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you hate got me. Right, let's get on with the episode. Anyway, let's get on with it. Oh, you're listening to the What's Occurring podcast with Cal and Chuck. Tidy. My name is Callum Goddard, and whenever I go to a family barbecue, I purposefully ask, where's the salad? 
My name is Chuck Adolfi, and I once sung Islands in the Stream at a school talent show. How'd you get on? Pretty terribly. Oh, no. <laughs> I, can't, I can't sing. Uh, if anyone's seen me do karaoke, I cannot sing. No. Anyway, we are two super fans talking through the BAFTA award-winning sitcom, Gavin and Stacey, reliving some of our favourite moments, episode by episode, and favourite quotes like... Someone order a Chinese! Not now, Alan. Oh. <laughs> we'll be talking to legends of the programme, super fans, guests galore, and today we've got a whirlwind of a guest. Another cast member. I know. We're all smashing to be the revealed. cast members. TBC, listen to the end to find out please do like subscribe and rate the podcast if you're on itunes follow us and follow us on twitter at what's occurring pod and email us to what's occurring pod at gmail.com and like we said last week some seriously inventive reviews coming in we are loving them do get in touch with us uh so let's read out some of them glenn marsh on instagram i love this um glenn messaged us on our instagram page the other day saying this pod has literally made my day me and the boys are all over this. My best man sorted video messages from Dick Powell, Marco, Ahmed, and the magician for the wedding. Phenomenal best man speech. That is the commitment we yeah. like to hear. Getting in touch with cast members for the wedding. And apparently, so apparently he is from Essex yeah. and she's from Wales. Yes, yes. And he is the person that the great Alexa was referencing in his interview on last, dreamy last stuff, week's episode. Dreamy stuff. And then we've got another review, Calrum17. Uh, what a cracking idea this is. Thoroughly enjoying listening to them all. And can't wait for future episodes. Cheers, Cal. Cheers, Cal. Right, without further ado, let's get on with the show. As always, we start each episode with a drink. And this episode being episode five of season one, when they are in the club for Stacey's hen night, Nessa obviously says the famous words, (laughs) I'll have a pint of wine. So that is exactly (laughs) what we're doing. How many times do you reckon you've said that? Oh, so many times, so many times. And I've never had a pint of wine, but today is the day. Right, let's get it out. (sighs) Right, cool. Oh, Echo Falls. Lovely jubbly. Very, very nice. Um, we could be quite pissed by the end of this. A we really could, anyway. yeah. So, episode five, series one. Pretty strong. It's pretty a strong. very good episode. I, 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 I slated episode four. This is well back on track. It really has. This is an absolute blinder. The lorry has moved now in a straight line. Of course. Um, so, it is the hen and the stag do. Unbelievably, the hen and the stag do. Uh, and we are introduced to Gavin's best mates for the first time. You know what I love about what all of his group mates? Of fellas. You know what I love about them is they're, ha- they're so kind of like a, a big sort of stereotype of lad groups. Do you know what who, I mean? Who would you say you are out In of, that group? Out of that group. Oh, you know what? Dirt box, you know? Dirt box? Yeah, I think I'm dirt box. <laughs> what, a bit annoyed just getting a bit, at everything? Get yeah, a bit yeah. annoyed at everything. I get a bit vocal about it and everyone's just like, oh, I'm just not now. Chill Calm down, dirt yeah, box. Yeah, yeah. I reckon, um, um, I genuinely reckon I am Smithy. Shit yeah, at organising yeah. things. Uh, You're not that bad at organising things. Well, he takes them some crap nightclub. Oh, actually, no, when you they got, can't us, let him. got us the wrong flight <laughs> Yeah, home. I booked us the wrong flight yeah, home from Edinburgh. Um, ha- quick question, have you ever been on a stag do? Um, no. You no, haven't? I've not. I've been on one stag do. It was my dad's. Right. Yeah, okay. remarried. Hashtag broken family. Oh, Hashtag no, nightmare. Anyway. Right, no, but um, was that, what was that like? It was awful. I went oh, on my dad's stag do. Yeah, what do you think it was like? It could have been fun. Uh, no, we went to the races. Uh, I got too drunk. There we go. Uh, I got a bit emotional towards the end of it. Was first in bed. I'm just so happy Class- to see you classic, happy, Dad. Classic Smithy. No, no, no. Yeah, I was just being a twat, really. <laughs> um, um, obviously, we meet the wonderful Chinese Alan as well. He is just, <laughs> for someone who literally does fuck all, he has such a... 
unbelievable line. So my it? friend Chloe, uh, she was at Budapest. Uh, sorry, she was at Gatwick Airport yesterday on her way to Budapest and actually saw a stag do T-shirt that said Chinese Allen on it. Oh, you so love to see. Shout it, out man. to him if he listens to this podcast. Get in touch. Were they like blue T-shirts? You know, Did she uh, I don't specify? know. Chloe, oh, okay. please right. do specify. Yeah. However, the legend lives on. Chinese Allen so lives on. When I originally watched the show back when I was 13, 14, I thought he was called Chinese Allen because he was a Chinese delivery man. No, I didn't realize it was because just he loves just Chinese. Loves Chinese. Just yeah. loves Chinese food. I was out with Chinese with Chinese Alanis misses. No, he just loves Chinese food. <laughs> loves a chow mein. Anyway, the fifth episode we are introduced for the very first time. The fishing trip. Yeah, I mean one of the most iconic plots amongst all three. The biggest seasons. secret of our generation, yeah. as yeah. Kira said in episode three of the pod. Um, and so I did a bit of research on the fishing trip just so we can have a little chat about it. 727,000 search results yeah. on Google for fishing trip Gavin and Stacey. That is crazy. Astronomical levels. Oh, it's almost a million. So what do we know about the fishing trip thus far from the programme? So we know that they were on their knees and uh, they did it because it was cold. Okay. And it's legal in the UK Yeah, yeah. Well. Yep. And according to Dave, it defies the laws of gravity. I don't <laughs> quite see how that's relevant. And this is one of my favourite scenes of the whole thing. Uh, it's in the hospital when uh, Smithy's about to have Neil the baby and Bryn wants a soup and Dave approaches Bryn whilst he's drinking the soup and says, seeing you standing there with the soup sets my mind racing. <laughs> So they're, they're cold, they're in a tent, I presume, they're on a fishing trip. Um, but it's not like he was eating a banana or anything, he's eating a, a soup. That's, a not, soup, even a, that's not even a euphemism or anything. <sighs> anyway, here's what some of the actors from the programme thinks. Matt Horn and Joanna Page were basically discussing their arse. They did this bit, a little clip about what the actors think what happened on the fishing trip. And they say they can't reveal what happened. However, <laughs> Matt, a.k.a. Gavin, was doing the classic... You know, you know what you do fingers. with your mates uh, when you're younger and yeah. do the finger through the whole thing. Yeah. So sort of implying that they had sex. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we had Gwen, a.k.a. Mel Walters, and she thinks it was mild. And she said nothing really went on. But she thinks Bryn was having a little fiddle with himself. Beating the meat, uh, Bryn, Five anyway. finger shuffle. <laughs> Not them again. Um, Pam, a yeah, let's, let's leave that in episode four. Oh. Pa Pam, a.k.a. Alison Stedman, she refused to speculate when asked. And here, though, is what James Corden and Ruth Jones, the writers of Gavin and Stacey, had to say about the fishing trip. James's friend asked him, he said, right, come on, what happened on this fishing trip? And James went, oh, we don't know. We, we don't know. He went, yeah, yeah, right, look, yeah. Seriously, yeah. what happened? What happened? Honestly, I don't know. Right, you've got to fucking tell me because I am just got some of the weirdest stuff going through my head about Brian and Jason and incest and naked and fish. And I'm going, I don't know. What? What do you mean no one knows? You wrote it. And I went, it's between Brian and Jason. And he went, oh, you're such a wanker. <laughs> And you've become such a wanker. So I, I don't think it's written anywhere. Just judging do from I. what they've said about Neither it, do I. I, I think it's just absolutely not known. Uh, and what a secret! I, and yeah. like Kira said the other episode, we don't deserve to know. I, I don't think it's written anywhere per se, but I think um, Nessa and uh, Nessa and I Smithy, reckon they're the little James inside Ruth, joke about it. Maybe. Yeah. After the success of the three series, they kind of just sort of over a pint or like a glass of wine, they were just like, oh. I think this happened, and then they've kind of gone with the same story themselves. I think that's that's the only confirmation we actually have. 
Yeah. Well, let us know what you think happened on the fishing trip at What's Current Pod. Um, do you think it was pure filth or do you think it was something a bit mild uh, like Mel Waters And like Stacey's curry order. Anyway, moving on with the uh, episode. We then have the incredible scene. Uh, this is my favourite line of the whole episode. Oh. Uh, so Stacey reveals to Bryn that he's giving her away. Jason just looks a bit deflated because he thinks he's doing it. And then there is the classic line of... <laughs> That's a kick in the teeth for you, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn's a central Nessa. Nessa at her finest. She, she actually um, doesn't give a shit, yeah, does Yeah, she? she doesn't care. <laughs> and at a, a moment of pure adorated joy where Bryn is finding out that he's giving her uh, his niece away. Yeah. Nessa is there to deliver the absolute... But I think it's one of those things, if any Jace. other character had said that, they wouldn't have got away yeah, with it. It's, like an, it's Nessa. a Nessa line, isn't yeah, it? It's exactly. a Nessa line. Also, we had Smithy saying that he'd shag anything. There, This is honestly hysterical. We were absolutely pissing ourselves about this earlier. They're in the queue for the nightclub, and a girl walks past, and all the lads, you know, sort of react to her. And um, then they go, oh, Smithy, you'd shag anything, wouldn't you? And he just looks really serious for a second and goes, you know what, I think I would. <laughs> go on, absolutely anyone. Anne Whittacombe? <laughs> Why, Why not? not? <laughs> <laughs> um, you, know, you noticed something. Yes. Right, I, I, I genuinely had no idea right. about this. So obviously in the hen do, um, they get the stripper for Stacy, and he squirts squirty cream all over his um, schlong. PC let's just love say. length. Yeah, yeah, PC love length. Uh, love length. So, oh, yeah, is it love that's length? Love oh, length. So okay. I'm guessing it's to alluded to his uh, his length. Yeah, anyway, well, we know. Um, so there's a scene afterwards where they're all really drunk, and um, Stacy's getting very deep about how much she loves Gavin. And Ness is just there nodding along, but it keeps going close up to her, and she's got cream either side of her <laughs> mouth. And I'm just like, oh, no. Oh that is such a little subtle drop. That is indeed. Uh, we then meet the mighty Ahmed. Ahmed! Uh, and the second stag do uh, is just hilarious. Uh, when Smithy wakes up in the car, this is me and my best mate when, we, when we've when we had a heavy night, and we go, oh, I feel rough. And then and then he, deli- he receives the awful news. And one of my favourite things is as well, this is exactly my best mate. Stacy goes to Gavin. So is he coming then? He's like, he's on his way after literally saying absolutely no chance to Gavin on the phone. That is literally um, true. Yeah. And the follow-up stag. And we meet Ahmed for the first time. Um, what a character. It's what you. a man. We end on the bombshell of Gavin finding out about the five engagements. <laughs> and then we, we we are moved on to the wedding episode. But all in all, a great episode. What were you saying at the end with the bombshell that you found it really funny how... Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, of course. The, um, so <laughs> it's when... So Gavin turns up on the door, just met one of your previous engagements. Yeah. And then Stacey's, uh, he's obviously just wants to crack on with the angry conversation. And she is shitting she's herself, like, yeah. What, not Leighton? Not Hal? <laughs> no, Ahmed. What? What's he doing down he there? He lives in His mum's having his appendix out. <laughs> it's just, that, that is James Corden and Ruth Jones yeah. writing, just in a nutshell right yeah. there. With their hen and stag do's in mind, this week's email segment, we asked you what your worst slash weirdest stag and hen do stories are. And we had some funny responses so james uh, emailed in thank you very much james well he, he used to work in a strip club and one night a stag party came in uh only for some reason the girlfriends were with them right this is that's just that's a match anyway. made in hell uh he guesses maybe so they could keep an eye on things or whatever. Anyway, the night entailed entirely of The Bachelor being brought up on stage while all of the dancers rubbed their tits in his face oh. while his fiancée sat in the back and cried for all her friends. Right, so right. Here, o- only themselves I, to blame. I have zero sympathy Zero there sympathy. Because 
Oh. If you're going on a stag do yeah. anyway, yeah. With the fiance, why is the fiance there? Everyone knows that crap happens on a stag do. That's just poor behaviour. That screams problems. Yeah. yeah. PC Loveland would not uh, love approve. Love length. Love length. <laughs> God. He's got length to give. <laughs> uh, ben via Twitter said, um, I went to a friend's stag and uh, they had hired a stripper. Long and short story, really, is I got a lap dance from my ex-girlfriend's mum. What? I didn't realise it was her until later because it was so out of context and I'd never seen her naked with all her stripper makeup on. Right, so how could you never sort of know that your girlfriend's mum was a stripper? Yeah, well, because well, it's not something you openly talk about, is it, really? But if you're in a relationship with someone, surely you yeah. know their parents' occupation. I, I don't know. Um, if there's Strange. any secret stripper mums out yeah, there. Yeah, maybe um, the daughter didn't even know. Yeah, that's that's a bizarre story, to be quite honest. Yeah, strange. Um, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> uh, Jess on email. She tore her ACL for the first time on a stripper pole. Um, fair enough. <laughs> In a <laughs> bar during a friend's hen party. She was so drunk that initially uh, wasn't sure she was injured, so climbed off the platform and rejoined the ladies on the dance floor. Midway through a song, her interior drawer slid out, slid out and her leg collapsed underneath herself. Oh. Uh, she was then helped into the limo and into the hotel. I love well, where there's no alluded to I, the hospital I'm there. calling bullshit on here. Are you? If you've torn your ACL, you're, you're not, yeah. I mean, however how intoxicated drunk you are, are you? However drunk you are, yeah. You you're would. going to hospital for being that pissed, to yeah. be quite honest. I'm sorry, yeah. If, you, yeah. if, you, if you're drunk enough to not feel it, you are in a sorry state. 100%. Exactly. So this week we are talking about uh, Gavin's mates. Yeah. The character analysis is Gavin's mates. Like we said before, uh, stereotypical British group of mates. Uh, let's quickly run through yes, them, mate. Yes, let's run so through. So we've got Budgie, uh, who is called Budgie for his big ears. Got a brother called Magpie, which I love, uh, who's oh. a DJ. But yeah, he's played by Russell Tovey. He's so, huge now. Yeah, I've just been yeah. watching years and years. Oh, like yeah. really intense, serious yeah. program, and he's playing like quite a serious part. Um, What's the yeah, other one as well? Mr. Course, and Mrs. Buddy. That's yeah, great Mr. as well. Mrs. And then we've got Chinese Alan. His catchphrase is, someone order a Chinese. And he became friends with the group after months of delivering <laughs> Chinese takeaways to them every Friday. Right, so he, he, he actually was a delivery yeah, man. Yeah, no, so he was a delivery man, but he just he was a delivery man because he loved Chinese food. Basically. Right, so yeah, he do yeah. it to help out and get a few uh, extra We then got Swede. We've got Gary and Simon. Uh, we've got Luggy. Uh, and we've also got Fingers, uh, who is named that because of his womanising attitude. And he also shagged Stacey's mate, Louise, who in the next episode. a boyfriend. Actually, a couple of times. Times, yeah, yeah. yeah, The only church you'll find me in is Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> then Jesus, he, I, I feel sorry for Jesus. He only appears in this episode and most likely only up to the fact that no one in the group really no one likes him. him. Uh, it's pretty funny Especially when, when they're in the kebab shop. Dirtbox hates him and Smithy just rips into oh. him. And, says, and then everyone I don't even know why you invited. And then Dirtbox as well, just angry bloke pretty much. And of course Dino, uh, who's not actually on the stag, but comes into episode two uh, and the infamous drink he, he creates, uh, a.k.a. Key yeah, and key Toffee. Yeah, the Toffee. Um, so, top moments. We had a few to choose from, uh, but ultimately we had to whittle it down to four. And this is the order, starting at number four. The foam night out where Dean, uh, Dino and Smithy just love the foam. They number love the foam. Is... Smithy, the foam's coming. <laughs> and number three, Dino asking for a toffee or a key. Uh, him and Smithy are looking at the extension. Pam offers a tea or coffee and he says, oh, I have a key. Half tea, half coffee. And she just looks bewildered. <laughs> Another one of my favourite Dino lines before we move on is uh, when he's he hasn't met Stacey. He's like, actually, I've seen a photo of you. You're outside of church wearing a dress. I think someone's getting married. <laughs> Cla classic Dino. Anyway, number two, the night out with Bryn, of course. Oh. Uh, what a line uh, when 
Bringo's. You'll never see me out in Cardiff tonight. <laughs> well, you know what? And a it, funny story. I'm going on a down. night out in Cardiff tomorrow. There we go. Yeah. Enjoy. Very fun. Uh, and number one, of course, what else could it be? Someone order a Chinese. Absolutely classic. So yeah, that um, draws close uh, the top moments from Gav's mates. Top boys. Yeah, they um, really are. Callum, mate, sorry, I've actually got a job interview in a sec. Oh, so we're going to have to cut this off early. Not sure we've got time for the super fan but segment we this always, week. We always do that. All right, one sec. I'll just give him a call now. One sec, one sec. All right, Marco, I'm, I'm actually interested in working for you. Have you got any jobs going? Uh, can you make tea? Yeah. Can you make coffee? Yeah. When can you start? <laughs> oh. <laughs> All oh, jokes wonderful. aside, we are delighted to have the legend, Johnny Tudor, onto What's a Current Podcast. How are you doing, Johnny? I'm doing okay, thanks. How are you? We are remarkably well, uh, a.k.a. Stacey's boss, Yeah, Marco. it's great to have you on, Marco. Real, real privilege. Um, so let's just start. How did you get involved in the show? Like, what was the process in that? Well, the process originally, I got a call from the agent before it was even aired, the very first series, to go to the College of Music and Drama in Cardiff and do an audition for a part. So I, I auditioned my partner. I auditioned for uh, Dave Coaches. No way. Anyway, they didn't think I looked like a bus driver. So <laughs> <laughs> they said, I don't think this suits you. Can you do this instead? So they threw the, um, the disc jockey at me, which was the part I played originally. Um, and they said, can you add lib a bit? I said, yeah, no problem. So I did that, and I hadn't gone like out of the half an hour. I got a call, you got the job. So I did the first one when I'm the disc jockey at the wedding when they get married first. That is mad. And, and I called him Stacy and and and, and De I didn't call him <laughs> Kevin and Stacy. I called him. <laughs> <laughs> so your wait. So that you're... was written in the script, by the way. I just didn't make a mistake. And um, and then I thought that was the end of that. Anyway, I get a call then from uh, Ruth Jones's office to say, could I go back in to, to be the bingo um, caller? So, so that's you as well? That's me as so well. So you're the disc jockey and the bingo caller? And I'm Marco. Oh, so my and word. Oh, we just thought you were Marco. That is because, mental. Yeah, so basically, basically, I was in a show years ago called Funny Thing on the Way to the Forum when I played a bloke called Protean, which means a man of many parts. I probably no wasn't way. this. <laughs> so I, I kept popping up in different roles in the, in the village, you see. So it was rather good. So I then did... Um, as I say, did a lovely bit with with uh, Brins. He came in, you know, and he says, uh, "You know Dave Coaches." I said, "Dave, Dave Coaches, Dave. I, I don't know you, but you know my wife from the clinic." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> said, I can't believe that's you. Love, you. I give me your love, but you know what I get. You. <laughs> that is gold. So obviously, you had a fair few parts on the show. Do you have yeah, any yeah. really funny stories attached to the show, like whilst on set with the other characters? Have you got any like real dirt you can dish? Well, not really. It was just a very happy crowd. I mean, they're, they're, they're wonderful people. I mean, I love Larry Lamb and, and, oh. and all. I mean, he's, he keeps in touch with me and, and a few more of the characters in the, in the show. Um, so I'm pleased they're doing this this particular um, Christmas show because it's one of those series. It's a bit like Fools and Horses and Faulty Towers. It's like well loved by the public, isn't it? Absolutely. See, so but that, no, there was nothing derogatory about it at all. Unfortunately, I can't do it. There wasn't any. <laughs> are we gonna just, be? Are we gonna be seeing you popping up in the village in the Christmas special? Can you? Well, can you give us an exclusive? Well, it, I could if I knew, but nobody <laughs> saw me, so I don't expose them in it. Oh. I mean, it depends whether they're using the character I was playing, or the, or she can think of another one. Characters, Joneses. She's been very kind to me. I mean, first of all, I got like three or four episodes of. Gavin and Stacey and then she put me in Stella, uh, Stella which she did for um, 
for Sky, and then uh, she did a film called On the Tracks when I was in that. So, you know, if I don't get any more, at least she's given me quite a bit. But I'd love to be in it, obviously. But, I mean, I'll be, I'm not going to ring them and ask that. I mean, it's, it, the script's already been written, so whoever's in it's in it. You know what I mean? So, obviously, from your success in Gavin and Stacey, do you ever get stopped and um, do people ask you to quote things and do you ever get super fans come up to you? Well, I'll tell you a very funny thing. I'm in Covent Garden, sitting, in, <laughs> having a cup of coffee, and this woman trips on my foot. And she's, oh, I'm very sorry. And she, I said, okay, love And off she goes. Anyway, she came back, and she said, oh, I think I know you. She said, were you in that cabin estate? I said, yes. She said, oh, would you do me a favour? My my husband runs a bus called Dave's Coaches. He does trips for all the fans. Would you come and speak to him on the bus? <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, so... Apparently, they used to come down to Barry Island, take them around all the, the shooting areas. So I did. I, I did a buffet and got on the bus and did a bit of lecture. You know. That's but yeah, I, got, I used to get. I used to get recognised all the time when it was first out. Obviously, now it's a long time ago. First one was like nearly ten years ago. It doesn't uh, seem like that, but no, it's, it is crazy. Time is far. I we were in the first episode when we recorded this. I can't believe it. I was twelve years old. No, sorry, ten years old when that first episode yeah, came that out. Yeah, that's And I watched it with my parents. And there's there's talks of like shagging and yeah, all I sorts. Yeah, I know. It's just <laughs> <laughs> Had to have a word with my mum. I was like, why are you let me watch yeah, that? Why are you let me watch this one? I think the first episode was fantastic because it grabbed the audience straight I mean, away. We're, we're, the bit where he comes out with with with, with Nessa's knickers on. I mean that that was wonderful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hundred on yeah. cord. <laughs> That's right, yeah. um, so, what was it like working with the legend Ruth Jones? She she sort of strays away from the press and stuff and so on. So you don't really yeah, get to know her as much about her as possible. She seems she's like a very private person. Yeah, she's um, she doesn't like the, the starry bit. I mean, no. if you see her in the street, she's in a pair of jeans and a t-shirt. You would know she was, um, and I can understand that because I mean. The small part I did, I'm getting stopped about it. So you can imagine whatever she's everybody driving her crazy. Yeah. Um, but she's a she's a very quiet, very nice girl. Um, and funny enough, she started, as she tells me, in a pantomime um, in Porthcawl, where I I used to do pantomimes in Porthcawl, and she played the part of a ninja turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Nessa the ninja turtle. Nice <laughs> class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And she worked for a guy called Stan Stennett, who I did many pantomimes with. She's a Welsh okay. comedian, you know. So, yeah, so I know she's a lovely girl. So last episode we had on Brendan Patrick's, of course, the great Alexo, the magician from The Wedding Fair. And he yeah. was telling us about a story of how he was approached to make a video <laughs> uh, regarding uh, a few of the characters for someone's wedding speech. For his best man, got all right. the characters together to make a video. We had a fan of the podcast um, message us saying that he got a video from you um, as Marco and we put it on our Twitter page and it got a great reception. But do you remember getting approached for that? Yeah, I do. They rang me and asked me to do it. I've just made it up on the spot. They said, you know, if, you want me to do, if you want me to cater for your wedding, you better pull your finger out. Like oh, it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All gasping for a cappuccino. <laughs> cappuccino. I wanted to say macchiato. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, your accent is class. Love it. I love it. Um, finally, before we go, what is your favourite moment from the program? Full stop. My favourite moment of the program. That's a hard one, Frankie. So it is hard. It is really hard. Um, I think the first episode when he comes out and says and he's got the toilet brush and he says, "Is this a Welsh thing?" <laughs> <laughs> well, is it a Welsh thing? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll leave it on that one. You're a legend, Johnny. That is another episode done of What's Occurring Pod. Uh, do get in touch with us. Uh, leave, like, subscribe so you can get literally the episode to your phone the day it comes out every Tuesday. And drop us a nice cheeky review yeah, as well whilst one, you're there. One episode to go next week. We're chatting about the wedding. We've got a cracking guest lined up for the final episode, all to be revealed very soon. But thank you for listening. Thank Guten you, guys. Tag, goodbye. See you later. Oh, the episode's over, so sling your hook or I'll break your face.